0: There's a new family of Scratch-Off games from the Ohio Lottery called Taxes Paid. If you like big payouts, this is your game. The $10 Taxes Paid Scratch-Off has a top price of half a million dollars. Prefer to keep it small and play for fun? This is your game. Taxes Paid Scratch-Off started at just $1. So pick your price, pick your prize, and play today. The Taxes Paid family of games, new from the Ohio Lottery. This is your game. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further.
1: Eat Sleep Fantasy, you rockin' with the best NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talkin' mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando, Screaming Eat Nation. We doing what we like, tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Woo! Eat, sleep, fantasy. Sleep. All right, welcome to the. Is this the first episode of ESF of 2021, Clayton? Ah, oh, Armando, you need more energy, bro. Uh, like, okay, okay, okay here's. Here, all right, all right, here we go, here we go. All right, welcome to another episode. The first episode of ESF 2021. Is that not enough energy?
0: No, no, it's got to be more like what's up b nation welcome back to an episode of the eat sleep fantasy football podcast i'm your host clayton and also the host of the fantasy football from up north podcast and joining me is my man from esf armando crespo what's up is that better Ooh, that's, 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 the energy, really, that's good that's energy. good that's good
1: you're you're gonna take our subscribers Clayton. go for it man all right you're <laughs> <laughs> you leave it off from now on i don't i don't have that energy you got it though for real <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on where have you been you've been high oh, note man yeah we are uh going uh deep into uh farm life over here um so we have just been like planting shit and getting ready for uh spring so i have been quite busy um doing other shit, uh, real life stuff, not fantasy football stuff. But uh, I think I've finally caught up and I'm ready to talk about like some really old news at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very, very old news. But like you said, uh, new to ESF guys. Well, I guess we haven't done a podcast on it at all lately. So uh, why don't you tell us what we're going to talk about today?
1: Um, I guess we're going to talk about a couple big trades that are happening and kind of the ramifications of how this is affecting each player um, and each team, really. So I guess we'll start off with one that happened quite a bit ago, Uh, you know, Goff going to Detroit and uh, Stafford going to um, the Rams. So that is kind of a big-ass trade. I'm not sure which team we start off with. I'm going to go with – I'm going to say let's start with Goff because there's less uh, fancy relevance over there with Detroit. (laughs) Um, So, you know, Marvin Jones Jones is gone. Um, Kenny Galladay is uh, eligible for a franchise tag. He's probably going to get franchise tag. Where does that leave everybody else on that offense?
0: As far as far as I'm concerned, on like we'll like you said, we'll talk Goff right now. I li- I like this trade for Detroit only for the simple being is this is they're they're kind of in a rebuild mode, right? They I mean right. they they revamped their whole coaching staff. Um, they Stafford had a, had a con like had a decent contract but wanted out, right? Jared Goff had a huge contract and the Rams didn't want to get. They were they were supposed to pay him. I want to say like something like $15 million as of, as soon as the new year's the new season started. So they didn't want to, why are you going to pay a guy that much money if you don't even want him on your team? So they, they got the, they gave, they gave up a lot. They gave right. up a ton to lose that contract. Right. But this is how the Rams are. They don't like first round draft picks. They haven't had a first round draft pick. I don't even know how long now they don't right. have another one now till 2024 ish. Yeah. 2024. But as far as golf goes, um, he's a dependable quarterback. He's going to do what he needs to do as far as help this team win games. And now, now that pretty much Detroit's in like this rebuild mode, like you mentioned, like all more than likely is going to get tagged. They got, um, they got swift. So that's, you know, obviously that's the, that's their ground ground right there they could build around him and now you got this pick number seven that now outside of trying to hoping that there's going to be a quarterback there for you you know whether it's Jones or you know Zach Wilson so on and so forth now they got Goff they got him for two years because there's two years left on his contract and now you can build around you could get other pieces right most likely I think they would probably go for a receiver at this spot yeah uh, you know, you know, it, it all depends on that. But uh, as far as as far as Gallaudet goes, yeah, they're going to tag him because all they have right now is they got what Quintus Their their depth chart right now shows Quintez, Cephas, Danny Amendola, and Geronimo Allison. That's their top yeah. three guys. A, 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 B, 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 before we even had this episode, actually, I did an episode of. Uh, on my podcast last week with with a gentleman, and he's the one that pointed out that Geronimo. I didn't even know Geronimo Wallace was even on Detroit.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, he took the year off. Yeah, right. I totally so, forgot about him.
0: And then then on the other side, they only got Hawkinson, right? So they they need Galladay. I'm sh- pretty sure they're probably going to draft a wide receiver at that pick seven, get another elite guy there to start building around. And as far as far as that goes, yeah, he could still provide production for this Lions team. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be just as as far I think he's more dependent than Stafford, to be honest with you, Stafford. You know what I mean? Stafford kind of right. has that history of shoulder issues and stuff like that. And I think Goff fits well in the system perfectly.
1: Yeah. But where does this leave TJ Hawkinson? Like, I mean, right last year, he ended the year, I would say top three, top four tight end. Um, he That's with Stafford. Does uh, where does that put with Goff? Is he now like, you know, does he drop down to like bottom 12 or is he just going to bump up and just stay a solid top three guy?
0: I think I I have him outside my top ten, but okay. at the same at the same time though I think they're going to have no choice but to to scheme plays for Hawkinson in this offense. But if you only got Galladay, Galladay is going to be double teamed, and then what you're going to rely on Quintez Cephas, or whoever to catch the ball. Hawkinson is going to have a big role in this offense. I just don't know how big of a role w- uh, with Goff.
1: Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much on board with you. He's a draftable as a you know. I wouldn't reach for him as a top three tight end. But if he falls to you in later rounds, I mean, there's a ton of upside, as you saw. Um, But, yeah, he's the only guy over there. Um, I don't know where this leaves Goff as far as quarterbacks go. I mean, I think, you know, two quarterback leagues, yes, grab him. He's a QB two, you know, and a pinch. You can put him in there as QB two. But I don't think there's very much upside beyond that. They have Swift, Kieran Johnson. They're going to run the ball because they are on rebuild mode right now um so as far as golf goes i mean honestly i don't think he's draftable in 12 team formats and you know qb2 three and two quarterback leagues ish is that about right
0: yeah mostly yeah like super flex leagues and stuff like that i think you definitely have to you you got to put him in there he's going to produce as far as who won this trade like we haven't talked about uh uh the rams yet and stafford but as far as I'm concerned, I think the Lions easily oh, won this trade. You know, close. the fact that they have a decent quarterback now for the what, first got next couple of years. They got four first round picks now in the next two year two drafts. That's right. that's a big stepping. So and the, and the Rams have a small window now to win games, right? Stafford most likely if he's going to sign they're going to have to pay him big. If not, he walks after two years. And now now what are what what are the Rams going to do, right? You know what I right. mean? They're going to be hooped for anything. They have no picks. So
1: yeah. No. A hundred percent. Um. Yeah. If I I'm a, if I'm the Lions, I'm pretty happy with what I got. I mean, you can see when we talk about Wentz in a minute, like the Lions definitely made out with this trade as far as their future goes. I don't see them winning more than five games for the next two or three years. Um, but uh, I mean, they are going to be a contender within the next. I would say five years, hopefully with all these picks they got. Um, so let's move on to the Ram side. They got Stafford um, just so you know, Jared ever is probably gone. So that leaves Higby woods um, cup. And as well as the running back situation over there, where is Stafford for you and your ranks
0: going into next year? I, as of right now, I have him at QB 15. Okay, so a little bit up there. I like this offense in general. Like I, I do like this landing spot for Stafford. I think, I think he's going to now turn this uh, offense into a high-powered offense again, right? Which Goff never, which Goff failed to do last year. And I just think he he's never had that chance to prove that he could be a, a winning quarterback in playoffs, right? He's been in Detroit the whole time. He's never been able to prove that. I like his dependability. I like his reliability when it comes to winning games, you know, as long as he can stay healthy. Right. And just the Rams are in win now mode. So they needed to go out and get a quarterback because they have the pieces right now in, like you said, Cooper Cup, Woods, uh, Higby. You got um, Acres there. I mean they're stacked as far as that goes, right? And Van Jefferson's there. Um, so, in my opinion, the way that this this is most likely going to pay out play out, I think, is that for the next two years, the Rams are going to be contenders. Right. Right. They 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 made the playoffs last year. They are going to be fine. I think they're going they're just going to they're going to contend every year. I think the division's going to be amazing this division is going to be right. really good and um as far as it goes for for the rest of the, the rest of the team you know the the production for both woods and cup i think is going to be up you know what i mean there's going we're going to see a lot more cooper cup again this year like kind of like what we did a couple years ago with woods kind of falling back to that number that number two role because i just think stafford's going to look cups way in the slot a lot more than he's going to look outside to to woods right and it's better for the run game. I mean now they're now they got to they got to respect Stafford's passing game, so they're not going to stack the box as much for Akers, right? So right. now Akers is going to have a little bit more free flow and yeah, that's just kind of how I that's my opinion about this this trade. So
1: I kind of see this a little differently as far as what's going to happen with the Rams. Um and you can tell me I'm crazy or not, but as far as Stafford's fantasy football value goes, I see him, I mean You know, last year, I think he was, you know, you can expect him to possibly finish in the top 12. Everyone had him ranked around the top 15. Like, that's about what you expect. I think in this Sean McVay offense, I can totally see Matthew Stafford having his best season in his career, finishing top five. I know that's crazy considering how good. That's Yeah, that's. I know it's crazy, but, like, just consider, like, Sean McVay, that offense, Matthew Stafford, like, This is his best opportunity to produce. He has a defense behind him. Um, These are his best weapons he's ever had. I don't know. Like, I think this is, I mean, if you're getting Stafford as as a QB 15, I would expect way more payback than that. I think there's a high ceiling for him in this offense. If they can produce Goff as a top 12 quarterback, I could totally see Stafford being, I mean, as long as he stays healthy, obviously there's a big question mark, but if he's healthy I can see him being crazy fucking good and a great value at draft time. Obviously, I'm not going to reach for him, but if I can get him no. as QB15, I think he's great.
0: That's that's a hot take. That's like that's a that's a spicy take right there. I know but it's crazy. Out, you're on record to say it now, so you're
1: <laughs> you're I, on I'm, it. I'm early. I'm early. I'm going early on this. But you got. I mean, Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods were both top 15 quarter uh, wide receivers before this last season, which they were not very good. And Robert was okay. Um, Cam Akers, Higby is. A very talented tight end. Like, I feel like we have, we didn't, we're going to talk a little bit about this. Like, he was two years ago at the end of the season, he was a top three tight end ending the season. He carried yeah. you to a Super Bowl over me. Um, <laughs> Higby, I think he's going to be a top 10 tight end, uh, easily next year.
0: I, I can't jump on the Higby changes after last year. I just, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I just don't think, uh, tight ends are used enough in this uh, with Cup and Woods there and now Van Jefferson, and now they're going to be using Akers out of the passing game as well. We kind of saw a little bit of what was going to happen when they were in playoffs this year, and Ak- Akers, I have him right now as my wife, uh, running back 16, but he he will be. As soon as I upgrade update my rankings, he's going to find his way into the top 12 by by the time probably draft season starts.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. I think he's going to be fantastic, probably a great draft value. But I can't see them. They traded for Matthew Stafford. They're not going to want to, they don't want to run the ball that much. You know, they were happy, they would have stayed with Goff, you know, like, yeah. They don't want to run the ball 40 times a game. Like, Akers is great and all, but he's going to, they're going to dwindle down his uh, carries just a tad.
0: Uh, Yeah, but he can catch the ball out of the backfield too, right? So you kind of look at what the, the, you uh, look at the offense that Stafford came from with, uh, with how they use Swift and stuff. It was the same, same situation. I just think he moved to a better, a better situation with better weapons.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree with
0: you. I think so. I I could jump, I could jump on board with you and say, yes, it most likely will be his career year top five i'm not sure uh, i'm on record I, to go for
1: that <laughs> i just i just have to go i just you know you gotta be bold like this is one of the situations where like if you know you pick a player that situation is going to change that dramatically like you know who has that chance it's going to be like right now it's matthew stafford things can change uh you know the half season hasn't really started no free and signed but right now like matthew stafford has that chance of like if you're looking for like a diamond in the rough matthew stafford could be it i'm just throwing it out there just throwing yeah. it out there Um, so let's jump over to Carson Wentz to the Colts. We can talk about the Eagles in a second, but, uh, what are your thoughts on that? I'm still like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to measure this one yet.
0: Colts. Well, Colts gave up a third rounder and a conditional second rounder that could be turned into a first rounder. Right. Let's be realistic. Once Wentz got benched, we knew the writing was on the wall then we knew he was not going to be an Eagle this coming year. So obviously a trade was needed. There was, I think it was between, I heard it was between Chicago and Indianapolis Colts ended up getting him. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I love this spot for him. I right. love it. You know, best case scenario, in my opinion for Wentz going back to head coach that has, he's got a history with Frank Reich, right? right. Frank Reich was right. uh, the OC for the Eagles. The first two years that, that Wentz came into the league, his rookie year, his sophomore year. And that's what we saw. He had a decent rookie season, came back as a uh, breakout sophomore season, right, in t- 2017. And then, unfortunately, he got, but he got hurt, right? He got hurt, what, uh, he only played 13 games, got hurt just before playoffs. That's when we saw Nick Foles lead the, lead the way and to a Super Bowl. Right. Almost 3,300 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, while Frank Reich was his OC. I think he. I think he's a consistent QB up until this this past season. But can you put that all the blame on him? The guy was sacked fifty times. Yeah. Fifty times. <laughs> Sorry. Where's your O line? You know what I mean. Like you can't put blame on him. Like he couldn't handle pressure. When you're pressured, the ball on the ball every single snap, you're bound to either you're running out of the pocket getting sacked or you're causing turnovers, and that's exactly what he did. Right. So.
1: So where do you have Carson Wentz going into next season? Um top 12 you thinking a little higher than that
0: uh, i'll i will have him top 12 i'll actually take a peek right now i didn't write that down yeah, no but worries. yeah tell me like what, what's your take on on him moving to uh to obviously the- any
1: any move is better than being on the bench with the eagles for carson wentz i mean this is great for fantasy football i mean rivers retires anyone who owns uh, carson wentz in dynasty is ecstatic about this move um I will say T.Y. Hilton is a free agent, and they're not sure if they're going to re-sign him. I think that is kind of important, especially how he played down the stretch last year. Um, You know, Paris Campbell, you know, went on IR, which really, you know, he was – that's a year he did not get to develop. So in my opinion, I think re-signing T.Y. Hilton is crucial to Carson Wentz being productive. Um, They need that deep thread in T.Y. Hilton. I think it's – you know, Deshaun Jackson was released today, which is also kind of interesting. They do have chemistry, so maybe they'll re-sign Deshaun Jackson at cheaper than Ty Hilton, but I think there is more question marks on Carson Wentz than there is on Matthew Stafford. If we're comparing the two, those those two, I would rather have Matthew Stafford. Um, but yeah, I think this is a great spot for him. I think it's safe. There's a good defense. They have good running games. Um, Jack Doyle and Trey Byrne over there in tight end. Um, I think it's a solid landing spot, and I think it's safe to draft him as a QB two. I right now would not go higher unless they get another weapon over there. Um,
0: I do. I do have him, I just looked, I do, I have him ranked as my QB 16, actually right behind Matthew Stafford.
1: Oh, okay. So,
0: yeah, yeah, so that's we'll, where we'll I have kind him. of agree on that. I just, you know what, I I like when, I just, I think he's got more upside than Rivers did. Yes. Right, and you know what, I think um, he could very well turn this offense into what we saw in his sophomore year when he was balling out, Right, right. They, they're going to go out, either, like you said, you mentioned Hilton, either they're going to go out, they're going to re-sign Hilton, or they'll let Hilton walk, take that money, get an elite receiver, right? Go, go after one of those. There's a lot of talent out there in the free agent market as receivers, right? Right. I mean, yeah. I, I, I personally wouldn't even mind seeing like a, a, a Corey Davis type there. You know, I don't think they're going to be able to get like an Allen Robinson. Oh or no. God, Godwin most likely will stay, but one of those guys, Curtis Samuel, maybe could even you know f- that fall would, into there.
1: That would be perfect. You're absolutely right. Curtis Samuel will be an ideal fit there.
0: So go going, they go after a free agent, then to go with the all the like you said, the young core that they already have in Pittman, Campbell. And then match him up with Jonathan Taylor as well and Naeem Hines. I think there's I think he's gonna you're gonna find he's gonna be fantasy relevant again this year. And you're gonna see a huge you know what? I can even say I think he could be one of those bounce back candidates this year.
1: Would you put him in your do you think he has the potential to be Stafford at top five or you wanna go wanna Uh, make a bet on this one? I'm I'm not going (laughs) down, I'm not going that high. I'm not that ballsy. Try try trying. All right. That's fair. Um yeah, so let's go over and talk about Jalen Hurts being left over there with the Eagles. Um, I mean, what? I mean, he ended the season pretty hot. I don't know. I think everyone's a little all over the place with Jalen Hurts. Where are you with him?
0: Well, I read it's a, on Twitter. I'm on Twitter all the time. All I keep reading is, you know, there's Schefter put out something about, you know, there's a chance that there he might not even start next year. Oh wow! <laughs> I, I I call I call bullshit on that. I think that's right. uh, not that's definitely not going to happen. I think they would they wouldn't let Wentz walk and give a, a and uh, take what they took from the Colts for Wentz when they have nobody else back there. They most likely right. will go and draft a quarterback or go get one of those guys. Like go get a uh, Trubisky. Yeah, or like or even yeah, just like a Trubisky or a you know if. Uh, Jacoby Brissett walks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Just guys like that to, that are capable backups to Hertz. I think Hertz has a job. Do I think he's going to continue? I think we'll probably see some struggles. Right. Um, I I do like I do like the weapons still on that team, and I also do like the fact that they most likely will go and get. I think a lot of mock drafts had them uh, getting a, one of those receivers in the first round as well this year. So. I mean, you had another, you know, a top-notch receiver to go with, you know, Rieger. Um, I mean, I guess you could say Godard. I don't know. I think his, Ertz is almost good as gone. I think he's going yeah. to be following out behind as well. Um, and, you know, throw in there, like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I like his, people have him in like the top 12 already. I'm not going to put, put him that high, but he's the type of quarterback that you need in fantasy, right? He right. can run the ball. He can, he's, a, he's a dual threat quarterback that can do it all. Right. right?
1: Yeah, so- no, I, yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you. The running ability with him is sensational. I think he's going to be uh, Lamar Jackson esque as far as uh, his running ability goes. He's going to have that high floor. Um, it's just, is he going to be able to complete those passes like Lamar Jackson did a few years ago. Um, so yeah, I think he's safe to draft like, you know, in a, you know, I, I honestly, I, I hate to say QB two again, but that's where he's at right now for me, just because yeah. you don't know what there's a lot of question marks there still. I mean, Ertz is gone. They have Goddard. Um, and if they gra- draft a rookie, wide receiver, That's great, but they should definitely sign. I, in my opinion, a veteran as well, uh, to really give Hertz a chance to be good. I mean, they do have a solid defense, so they're not that far away from being contenders, not realistic contenders, but making the playoffs at least, especially with that division being as bad as it is. Um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Goddard. Um, with Wentz, I believe everyone had him like roughly what, top 12, top five tight endists, uh, especially with Ertz gone. Does this bump him up a little bit with just Jalen Hurts or is he going to come down for you?
0: I think he pretty much stays in, in that uh, that range of, you know, 12 to top 12, I think. I mean, you can't, there's that stretch of tight ends right now that it's so far that. It could be anybody in any given week that falls into the top top 12, right? So right. as of right now, though, I have him as – yeah, I have him in top 10 right now.
1: Yeah, so. I think it's fair to say. There's yeah. a lot of upside there as well, especially – I mean, with Wentz, everyone had him as, you know, top six-ish. He didn't perform that great, but, you know, he there was the upside for sure. Um, I don't know. Like Miles Sanders, I don't – I don't, I think this is, does help him. You saw what he did with Hurts for a couple games, um, you know – I think last year he was going around the top 12 and I think that was a little bit of a reach. I think it's he's probably going to be a high end running back too with uh, Jalen Hurts with a little bit of upside. Is that about where you would have him? How about yeah, at 14
0: I, for me? Yeah, I have him just exactly. I think I have him right at 14. No, I have him actually at 11. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like last year was kind of a I would say a bus for miles Sanders considering everything. So I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of opportunity here, but uh, with Jalen Hurts, I definitely think this is a bump up for him.
0: Well, and a big thing too, is they get an off season, hopefully this year, right? You know what I mean? Not an off season, sorry, a training camp. Right. So you're going to, I mean, he did get a few games with hurts at the start of the year, but, or uh, when, when Hertz was in there, but now that I think if they can get a training camp in, they kind of get some of that chemistry rolling with all these guys. I think, I think he's going to be, he'll definitely finish as a top 10, uh, RB this year. Yeah.
1: hundred percent. We, I don't, I don't, I think that possibility is definitely there. We'll see with, uh, you know, there's guys like Jonathan Taylor, Cam makers coming in, um, JK Dobbins that could bump him out there for me. Uh, so there's a lot of other guys there. That's why I'm a little lower. Um, I, I don't think I'll have JK Dobbins over him, but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anyone else worth talking about on the Eagles besides uh, Goddard and Hertz. Is there anyone else? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, I agree with that. Um, So I guess this leaves with the last two guys that might move this offseason. There's, there's rumors that Darnold is on the block for a second and Watson wants out of Houston. Is there any landing spots you kind of see that going?
0: Well, I don't know. The only thing I'm reading about lately is Watson going to Carolina and they're going to give up a shit ton apparently I heard um with oh shit with cmc in there and that's, that's a big trade <laughs> I, th- I think i heard like three number ones and mccaffrey which is uh, like absolutely ridiculous in my opinion i mean is watson worth that he's he, he absolutely like, i don't know absolutely is anybody really worth that much but i guess it's how how a team wants to they they. Are looking for a long-term quarterback? Can Watson be that? Absolutely, right. And we've seen uh, running backs aren't don't stick around in the league as long as quarterbacks do, right? So I mean, and McCaffrey's got a lot of tread on his tires. He's still my running back one, though. Don't get me wrong. Um, I still think he's going to bounce back in a huge way this year. But I don't know. I not a if he goes to Carolina, he will finish as a and t- a top three quarterback in my opinion
1: yeah I don't think that's crazy I mean I think either way Watson's gonna be in everyone's top three um so anywhere he goes uh I think that's where we're gonna have him really I mean if he goes to Carolina he's gonna DJ more there's no concrete chance off Curtis Samuels the running game will be gone because he shipped off CMC so but with D I think just D.J. Moore is enough for uh, Watson to be a top three or five guy. Oh, and Robbie pretty-
0: Anderson's there too, right? So they oh, got yeah. they they got they got weapons there. As far as Darnold goes, been hearing talk about maybe a swap between him going to San Fran. So I'm not sure how Chapman would feel about that, but <laughs> um, would it would it be a good fit? I would think so. And if the 49ers want to, um. You know, if in case a quarterback doesn't fall to them, they need somebody uh, to, uh, they need somebody in this draft. If they're trying to draft anybody, they're going to have to try to move up and get a quarterback. If not, I think Darnold, I think is, uh, it, Darnold's a good quarterback. He's showing it. He's been kind of in one of those situations. Adam Gase kind of fucking sucks and kind of blew it. Right. And now it makes you, know, Darnold looks like a piece of shit. So, yeah. I think fresh landing spot. I think you're going to see, uh, See Darnold turn around, and I think he's going to also turn a lot of heads this year.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, anyone like the Bears, even Houston, if they're mm-hmm. trying to get rid of Watson, like uh, San Francisco, um, if you are a team that needs a quarterback, I would rather have Sam Darnold. I know this is stupid. You can tell me I'm a fucking idiot, but Sam Darnold <laughs> Darn- for a second over Watson for my future, my uh, like three first rounds, where you can throw darts at quarterbacks until you land your Watson. I mean, you got Russell Wilson in in the late rounds, um, Patrick Mahomes with number 14, like there's quarterbacks to be had. I I just don't, I personally would rather have uh, someone like Sam Darnold and still have a future to look up to.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I agree.
1: Clayton, you have, uh, I've been gone for a couple of months and you have just like, taking over you're a fucking boss now man
0: good job <laughs> right, just, just getting some reps in. just getting some reps like I said I'll be uh, come season time I'll be well even right now with uh, the fantasy football from up north we're starting to get a lot of guests in and stuff like that on air with me me and my co-host as well we're going to be putting shows out weekly right now for the offseason up until the draft and then we're going to move her up to by season we're going to be going probably I will myself probably going probably five days uh, every, every day of the week for the season so excited about it got uh, got a youtube you, uh. channel fantasy fb from up north so i'm going to put the, probably the links in the sh- uh, links in the show notes and go from there and also uh download the podcast fantasy uh, football from up north on all platforms and also uh we got an instagram page as well ff from up north got them all so jump on there guys Help, help a fellow, uh, help a fellow Canadian. Help the only Canadian out that you guys know on this podcast <laughs> would be would be awesome. And uh, yeah, yeah. What about do. you?
1: Yeah, we started a podcast, uh, F This Farm. So yeah, follow us at uh, Meriwether Meadows. We're launching a uh, Instagram and all that good stuff, and uh, F This Farm on Twitter. So that's pretty much it. All right, Clayton. Great job. I think that I think that went well. Yeah. Eat Sleep Fantasy, you rockin' with the best NFL Fantasy Football Podcast We talkin' mock drafts, running backs Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hyped Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy Woo! Eat, sleep, and sleep.
0: Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at CVS.com/symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health hub. At Jewelers Mutual, we're a little obsessed with jewelry—obsessed like auctioneers with talking fast, pop stars with auto tune. Yeah. And dentists with asking questions so, how did he propose? after they put their you, hands in your mean, mouth. What? Great. Yes, we've made jewelry our obsession for over 100 years. We love it so much, we named our kids Ruby, Amber, and Opal.
1: Soy latte for Opal? At
0: Jewelers Mutual, we insure jewelry and only jewelry, which is why people who are also obsessed with jewelry trust us with theirs.